Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to Nobody Panic with me, the croaky voice, Stevie. <laughs> and me, Tessa. Um, normal voice. Normal, not feeling normal inside. <laughs> normal. Sure. Well, listen, at this point in the whole in the proceedings, take what you can get, do what you can, do your best. <laughs> you yeah. Know? I've got a face full of cold and I don't know, but there's nowhere else on my body. I feel absolutely fine. It's just in my nose. And my, feel, my grandma used to say, I feel all right in myself, but it's coming out the face is a mess. Just new, gentle, like, but concerning deterioration, I think. Oh, yes, that's the name of the... That's the name the of the name game. name of the day. <laughs> what? Just, just look at yourself and being like, gosh. <laughs> oh, no. But yes, apologies if you're listening, being like, oh, I wish that girl would just, like, stop talking. Unfortunately, I am going to be talking. Uh, but I, She's going to be I, here for the whole thing, unfortunately. I, just, I sound, unfortunately, incredibly weary. But today is a good episode. I'm looking forward to it because it's one that I think is very apt for the moment when I haven't really spoken to anybody in a long mm. time. Um, so when we come back out of lockdown and when we are able to speak to people again, I think my chat is going to be very bad. Yes. This one is how to make conversation. And I think it's going to be necessary for everybody because at this point, in the uh, at this point, we've all gone absolutely mad and nobody knows how to communicate anymore and we're all just I think we've all just completely lost the plot and like I saw my friend I saw my friend Jack the other day in the park and our other friend and at a distance and we were exercising everybody but we just shouted information at each other <laughs> like everyone was just talking no one was and just saying things and then like we left and everyone was like and then I was like, how was, how was Jack? And I was like, I don't know. I literally don't know. Everyone just like said stuff at such a high manic pitch. And oh, I just, yeah, we've all, we've lost the skill. But I think first of like, it's going to come back to us. We've, we're adaptable species. We'll get back in the flow of it. So don't panic that it's not there right now. But here are some, you know, tips. Some, some tips. <laughs> Tip. I, al- I also think, I also think it's going to be difficult because there was, there has been numerous instances over the last we're obviously recording from the united kingdom um but this will be the same i'm sure across the world um but there have been instances here where people have responded let's say people have responded differently to the situation that we're Mm. in and that can breed a certain level of awkwardness as well Mm. on both sides so if you have for example bent the rules of, of the pandemic and you're talking to somebody who you you, pres- you presume hasn't but you don't want to be like have you also bent the rules because then they'll be like no because I'm you know and then suddenly 
you're in a very awkward situation. So I think there is also an added element of tension. It's so much of that, absolutely. And like, and I think we talked about this before about like trying not to throw shade up or down, but wherever mm. you sit in the line, you think everyone above you is insane and you think everyone below you is insane. You think everyone doing less is crazy and everything, everybody doing more is, is properly crazy. And so the chances of you hitting somebody, of hitting someone are high and of hitting somebody who is exactly on your wavelength about what is and is not acceptable, um, you know, is is going to be low. But there are, you know, there are there are ways that you can continue to chat without feeling. But of course, as well, there are. Well, we'll get we'll, we'll get into it. But we'll there are here. situations where you might you might be like, well, this has shown me, you know, a new side of somebody that I didn't want to see, and then that and that's also okay. Like that's yeah. absolutely okay as well. Um, so, but before we get into it, let's mm. do, uh, as we normally do at the start of an episode, we'd like to say which adult thing we've done this week to make ourselves feel a little bit more grown up. Uh, what adult thing have you done this week? Mine is so basic and from 2007. Right. Uh, yeah, all right, I'll take it. What do you think it is? <laughs> from two th- I mean, I, from 2007. So you'll never get, you'll never guess. No, I don't think I knew you in 2000. I think no, we hung out. Exactly. So there's no way. Oh, an Ugg boot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So you bought an Ugg boot in 2007. That's your adult thing. Yep. My Ugg boot, you know, it was more like, you know, everyone was like, oh, I'd imagine people today are like, Ugg boots? Who's got an Ugg boot? But in 2007, they were the piece de resistance. I had been thinking I needed a pair of, I don't really like the idea of slippers. I think they are like, I don't like dressing gowns either. And no shade if you do. I just oh, wow. personally don't. No, I know people love them. I just, for some reason, I don't know. I don't like, I don't like it. And I can't explain why. And I, and I feel the same way about slippers. But then I have been getting into, it's been deep winter and my ankles are cold. I dug these out from the attic where their sole was completely worn thin. And I was like, oh, forget it. What's the point of these? They're not sheepskin anymore. I bought a, pe- a sheepskin liner and put them oh, in right. for, for very little money. And then it's not, and then now I've got a whole new pair of boots. I feel brilliant. So, so I, so, but yeah. so it's fine to wear Ugg boots. If they were called slippers, you'd be like, no. Uh, that's correct. Okay. I just wanted it, to make it very sure. I'm not, I won't be asking any further questions. That's absolutely fine. Anyway, I didn't have to buy a new pair of slippers. I, I rebuilt and repurposed and I feel fantastic. That's very good. Uh, what's yours? Mine is that. So it's a skin, a skin moisturizing based one. Um, quite dull, but also is it? Um, Please. I've used, I have quite dry skin. And so I've used um, eight hour cream. It's very thick, very, it smells like bacon. No, no, no. Elizabeth Arden. Oh. And I've used that for a long, for years and years and years. To, orange, orange. Yes. It's, it's, like, a, it's like an orange paste. Goes looks like something you harrowing. Looks like something you put on a cow's udder. Yes. Well, yes. I've not actually got a lot of experience in that, but as somebody But you can has, imagine I, it. I can imagine it. Yeah. Um, it stays on for eight hours. And is very moisturising, or so I thought. And then oh. I did a job, and the woman at, who was doing my makeup was like, "Oh, you've got like a little bit of dry, a bit of dry bits on your chin." And I was like, "Oh, I know. I, I battle it. I, I battle it daily." Um, and um, told her that I used eight hour cream, and she said, "Oh, no, no. Anything with petroleum jelly sinks in and then makes your skin dry, so you want to use it again. Uh-oh. So it actually is very, so things like Vaseline and." 
um, and atel cream and anything. So if you look on your moisturizer that has petroleum jelly in it, it's basically getting your skin addicted to it mm. and not very good. So she also as well, atel cream is like 30 pounds. It's really expensive. And I've, I begrudge paying that amount every time. And she said, what you need to get is you need to get this thing called, might mispronounce it, Walida. So it's like W-E-L-E-D-A, skin food. And it's set like seven pounds and I got it and it's amazing. So I now have a new moisturizer that is delicious. It smells so nice. And so um, it's not perfumed or anything. So yes, I'm now two weeks in and I feel, I feel like a new skinned woman. <laughs> uh, spell it again for those of us at the back. W-E-L-E-D-A. Wellida or Wellida? Yeah. Oh, um, well done. Great conversation about our adult things. Great conversation, Stevie. It feels great to communicate with you and touch base and have this scintillating and dazzling conversation with you. Let's move great. that into <laughs> our actual lives. I think the first thing that I think is I think it's something that's really people, when you do call your friends or call your family or call anybody is we're like, how are you? And then automatically, because we're idiots and British, we say like, oh, fine. How are you? Whereas really the answer is like very bad, actually. Yeah. And how are you is like way too big a, a question. And so um, something my friend Louise has been doing when she calls is to say, how are you today? Which is so helpful and such a useful thing and something I've been trying to do with people because how are you is impossible but how are you today is like okay I I can answer that or I can talk about my day you know I can say what yes today. that's very true it makes it more specific so you're not just like you're not trying to condense the last you know month in one I mean that's kind of good in general isn't it even not just during a pandemic or at the tail end of a pandemic is that like even when you just in the future are seeing people because sometimes you know you don't see people for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks yeah and even when it's fine and you're all just living your lives there's so much to condense in that one question about like how he's like well you know one week wasn't good one week was good then I need like I've, I don't think I've ever done anything in my life I don't know how to not, I've got nothing to say yeah so you just kind of back out the kind of like yes I'm fine it's just the sound of somebody backing away from the question backing away got Exa- panicked exactly right and like I think quite often about my really, really good school friend who I do see, I do speak to regularly, but I, no, I rephrase, really good school friend who I speak to once a year who lives in Israel. And once on one of our conversations, I had said like, oh, I've stopped working for, I've stopped writing for Sainsbury's. And then she said, what Sainsbury's? (laughs) I was like, okay. So it's like coming in at like season seven of something and being like, okay. So, and then, and then I just was like, Mm, I, I haven't, I can't even, it was such a like, oh my God, there's so much, it, the, it just felt like a gaping wound between us, you know? And yes. so, and, and I also think about A gaping who- wound between us. <laughs> <laughs> just sorry. Just going to pop a in gaping- there and be like, chasm? Uh, sure, a chasm. Yeah. It just like, like you both sat either, either side of a, of a wound. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's that? <laughs> Whose is that? Okay, it felt like we were touching fingers across like, a pond yes. or something. We were like, yeah, there's a pond here. You were in different countries. We, it's been a, you know, we haven't seen each other face to face for a long time, but we're still yes, touching no, fingers. And then someone says, or she says like, I, I'm married. And I'm like, to who? 
<laughs> and then the and then the pond just becomes an ocean, you know. Yes. But if you can, you know, the more you can do, like, how are you today? The small questions, the more that pond can be can can close. And I think a lot about the friend or maybe simply acquaintance who said to you once, um, "How is your how is your nacho blog going?" <laughs> Oh my god! And I was like, "Oh, in 2010, the one I did for six months." Uh, same. Yeah. Stevie wrote a very, if I may, very humorous blog in which she compared and contrasted nachos from the Greater London and wider area, and uh, it was very funny. But when somebody references something that is so old to you, it does it does make you think like, "Ah, oh, forget it. What's the point in this? Like, just let's ab- abort, abandon ship on this." You know. But but it doesn't have to be that way. That's just people. That's I think, if I may, it was a worthy question. Your Nacho blog was very funny, you know. Yes, and remains so. And remains the, so. Um, it is that can feel like um a big alarm as well, like a oh, we have grown apart then. But actually, it doesn't have to be because it's something quite nice when somebody says in that instance when they asked about that. I sort of lent in and was like, okay, and then just getting like a real quick summary of my entire career of yeah. a decade. Then we had something to talk about, which because it was like, oh right, so you did this and then you did this, and then, and then they kind of like mm. summarised theirs, and and then you can kind of you, you you're going to spend a lot of time, obviously, having to catch up with things, but also they can meet you at where you are now rather than have yeah. to know literally everything that's happened before now. So it sort of becomes a different kind of friendship and it can be, so even like taking, for example, that this last year, it can feel, you know, people have had very, very both um, flat and dull or incredibly eventful or very traumatic or very different lives than they did before. And so you can both come at it being like, well, what's like, what has your life been like what mm. is what has your day-to-day been what have you but it doesn't matter if it's been very different because you can just meet it's almost like you just meet and pick up where you left off sometimes yeah. you can do that absolutely yeah absolutely you can very quickly and easily build a bridge over that gaping chasm <laughs> between I think it's pronounced chasm no you're joking yeah, yeah no i'm no i'm serious Shit. I'm so sorry. It just happens to be this metaphor slash analogy slash whatever it is is uh, it's caused you a lot of trouble today. Um, <laughs> it's chasm. Shit. Yes. Oh yes. God. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and it's time to pamper the special moms in your life. In what better way than with Osea's limited edition skincare sets featuring clean, vegan, cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and the planet. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been making seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. This Mother's Day, Osea has two limited edition sets, perfect for gifting or keeping for yourself. Their Golden Glow Body Set includes three clinically proven bestsellers for silky, smooth, glowing skin, while the Glow and Go Facial Set has everything she needs to achieve spa-level results at home. 
They're so beautiful, you can skip the wrapping. For a limited time, you can save up to $48 on Osea sets, plus get free shipping. That's Mother's Day made easy. Pamper the moms in your life and get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOM at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code MOM. What I would say about making a conversation is that everybody is in the same boat. So people are feeling that way about you, just like you're feeling that way about them. So there's quite a nice um, way around it of acknowledging, just acknowledging the strangeness of how, oh, like we're all together chatting again and being like, okay, highlights, lowlights. Uh, highlights are uh, this is this is lowlights are uh, lost my job but got another job like do you know what I mean like giving yeah. people like a little fun rundown so that everyone's up to speed and also in doing so it signals that you're aware that there's just too much there's just so much and then, so it kind of it kind of pushes the elephant out of the room yeah. slightly the more that you can point at that elephant and go I've gone absolutely mad and I assume you have too you know that's an elephant that's an elephant I hope you can see him (laughs) is is you know as soon as you can name him then he'll just trundle off that like you know don't 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 go into it being like this is fine fine this is fine we're catching up like normal people speaking at a normal volume I think just be like yep we're all crazy it'll we'll we'll get back into the swing of it but right now we've definitely lost we've definitely lost the natural flow of how we spoke to each other. And that is okay. As long as we aren't pretending it's not happening, it is happening and it is going to come back. I think it's something that really holds a lot of people back, you know, not phoning home or not like in the beginning, I phoned home every single day, just in a sort of like, how's everybody doing? And then it sort of got less and less. And now I sort of phone home once a week. And sometimes because you've got nothing to say and you can feel like, why would I call somebody like, you know, or you sit being like, why would I call my friends? I haven't got anything to say to them, whatever. But rather than thinking, I've got nothing to say, think, what can I learn about them? So call, so switch that pressure on in your head that's like, uh, I'll be no, what's the point in me calling? I've got no news to be like, I'll call and see how they are doing, even though they haven't got any news either. You know, it's not your, you're a, you are not a news broadcaster. You are an investigative journalist. Or just someone trying to see how their friend is like it's so, yeah exactly very just easily it's very that's in in conversation in general like when we've done episodes about networking or how to, like how to make small talk it's the whole crux of it is do you remember that it's not up to you to be entertaining like yeah you should ask questions that's the whole that's the whole thing like that's the kind of engine that drives conversation is is asking questions and feigning or actually being or feigning until you are actually being um interested in someone else's you know life um and so that's the same with this isn't it like if you feel like you don't have anything to offer then just really like drill down into what your friend's been up to you know how has how have they been they will have either been you know in a flat with their significant other uh, is that okay? Like, how's that relationship progressed? Or they're single? Okay, well, what, you know, how has that been? Have they been reaching out to friends? Have they been, what well, you know, really get down to how people are? Because even though it is like, we've not been doing anything, like people have been doing stuff. It's just mm. been very different sort of stuff. It's not been like, I went out. <laughs> it just doesn't involve going out anymore. But people's jobs have gone. People's People have got new jobs. People have pivoted people have retrained people have really struggled and not been able to do anything and feel like they're very stuck and then all of those things are 
you know, they existed beforehand. It's just they're much more magnified now. So you can, I think, asking questions and really getting to know what your friend's situation is, is the best way of of chatting. And if you are feeling overwhelmed by the like, what questions do I ask or how do I you can't just lead by being like, is your marriage stable? You know, like you can't just come sure. in like that. Then just start with like, you know, the really simple stuff. Like, what are you watching at the moment? Because definitely everyone is or reading or listening or everyone is consuming something. Like, what are you watching at the moment? Like, that's a nice, easy thing for someone to be like, oh my God, I am watching X, Y, Z, you know? Yeah. And then you're like, okay, great. Start off talking about that. Now we can, now the ball is rolling. And once the ball is rolling, then it can then it can get somewhere. Yes, absolutely. Uh, uh, popular comedian Jerry Seinfeld has rung in with a tip. If in doubt, always go with the numbers-based question. <laughs> What's 12 times 7? Uh, how long did it take you to get here? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That's what he says is a good conversation. <laughs> how long did it take you to get here? If in, pa- if in panic, just start with numbers of like... Uh, if he's panicking so you ask a numbers based question even if they're like what time are you getting up in the morning or like how long are you working for or what this or I how many see. how many hours are you are, how, how many, hours many are fingers ex- am I holding <laughs> how many fingers am I holding up how many sheep is the most you've ever seen <laughs> how many <laughs> how like, many breaths have you taken today <laughs> i think i'd be more stressed being like what's a numbers question <laughs> yeah when he said it i was like yeah and then as i like listened more i was like right that's fucking useless i was like numbers based what do you mean yes 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 and then it was just how long did it take you to get here <laughs> like so that's, that's that's useless but but a different but does i can understand the point that is like an easy in you know, that's like... Yes, ask a really easy question. That like, it, just like, I think there's a problem with people who are chatting and they don't want to ask certain questions because those certain questions... It's like at a party when, when you are talking to someone new. You are very self-conscious of the sort of questions that you're asking because there are certain questions that are deemed to be boring. Like, Such as how long did it take to get here? Well, so how long did it take to get you here? Yeah, or like, what, so whereabouts do you live? Or whatever, you know, you're like... You that's you know that you are having small talk, but the thing is, is those questions are absolutely fine because you are engaging in small talk, and the other person knows chipping, who you are. You're chipping away at the ice with your. You just, I think you've got to thaw that ice because people who yeah. say inane stuff about like breaking the ice with being like, um, if you could do the blah blah, you know, if you what's, what's your, your biggest regret? What's your greatest regret? You know, or like if you could go back in time, like what would you do like that's just too if someone said that to me at a party you'd be like all right dickhead like get out just slow down just Just slow down like all those sort of like if you read like forbes or or any of those or any of the other number of uh (laughs) hedge fund magazines that i subscribe to there's a lot of this emphasis of what they've done is taken basic human interaction and made it into this like say one of these hilarious anecdotes i read a piece about a guy who described the concept of bookmarking in conversation, which was to bring something back later on that you could then, um, you know, if you're going to email them afterwards, you could use that as your subject header, the thing that you discussed. And I was Mm. like, "Mm, okay, reasonable. Then I read more and I discovered that bookmarking is jokes. The man's making just normal, basic jokes. And then, but instead of just saying like, just funny, normal, we were laughing together as two human beings. He was like, use each of these and bookmark them in your mind to like to talk about them later like what a way to live you know also it's making it's making a a situation that can 
provoke understandably anxiety so much harder so, so much, much more harder complex. if you're busy thinking like what's my next bookmark <laughs> just chill out everybody or ask them a boring inane question that let the ball start rolling just and by boring being like but ask a question that definitely has an answer when you are chatting to someone you know asking after their friends and family is a really good thing to do quite early on because that can lead to well that that can lead to you really finding out about how they are but also it can be that you know everyone's okay and that and that and that's great but that's something to discuss yeah yeah it becomes something it becomes something to discuss and I was going to say as well about how what I said earlier at the start of the podcast episode about how people different people have approached things differently and that can be very hard for certain people and I know that, that there definitely has been uh I you know I've had issues and and I know people close to me have had certain issues just about clashes of of what what you're doing and what you're not doing essentially sort of found some kind of quite helpful pieces of advice about how like when this all kind of starts up again and we start seeing people and we start seeing people face to face it's a, it's much easier it has been anyway personally for me much easier to disagree with somebody um over whatsapp but I don't mean actually disagree with them because I, I mean just be fine with them but in your head be like oh god right you've done that okay sort of thing mm. um over whatsapp it's fine because they can't see you go oh right jesus and then you just send like a nice whatsapp and like cool and then you just don't you know you don't really engage in it yeah because you don't want to make them feel bad equally um and so that's been a lot easier but when it comes to face-to-face interaction it's really difficult to hide and i imagine i imagine mm. your feelings so if somebody says something that you think is absolutely wild or that they don't know whatever it's going to be it we might see much more tension within friendships suddenly because we're not practiced or I'm certainly not practiced at having, at having disagreements with friends because mm-hmm. I have friends that I don't dis- that, that are very much on the same page. But then the difficulty with this pandemic is we've, as you know, uh, lots of people have found out that there are actually very few on- people are on their page. Yes. If anyone, most people are just stood alone on their page. Yeah. I think it's just about finding being honest with yourself, finding your truth and vocalizing it as best you can, as you can to be like, you know, to not, to not say, I think you're a dickhead, but to say, okay, I definitely was being much more cautious. So that's, you know, j- j- that's where I'm coming from is, uh, you know, this is how, and to make it a lot of like I statements rather than like, I think, I think oh, your, yeah, I think I your think behavior is bad to be like, I took a much more cautious approach so this is all new to me or whatever um, yes or as well like before you before it even starts up again um and by it I mean socializing is to really like understand I think the first bit that you said is like so important like, to really understand what your feelings are about it mm-hmm. and to and to go into interactions aiming to understand the other person yeah. so there's no you might have seen like an Instagram post of them in Dubai (laughs) you might have seen you might have known that they've done something but they haven't said anything but you you sort of do know or whatever um you don't know the full story ever Mm -hmm. and so it's always worth not going into something being like oh well they did this because of this you don't know so if things do come up it's really important to ask those questions and try to understand rather than being like and I think there is going to be a lot of that about being like someone says something and then you go or 
there you go. Well, I actually was m- much more cautious. You're like, well, that automatically makes people feel defensive. Yeah, like, exactly. Well, I was cautious like, as well. well. I was cautious. Yeah, exactly. There's, that's on that like, plane. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> I was cautious on the plane. Like, yeah. there's, that's the thing. Everybody, it, we're in absolutely unprecedented. And I know we've used the word unprecedented a thousand times. We are in totally unknown waters here, which is how do you socially interact with your friends? <laughs> when you both know that they have secretly done stuff that you don't approve of. Or you have, of, you know. Or that you or, have, that you know. you know that they don't approve of. Like, we are in uncharted waters here, so it's totally understandable everyone's going through this with so much anxiety. And and I think what you're saying is completely right, that unless they're literally, unless they've gone publicly Lawrence Fox, unless they've gone absolutely... Um, yeah, or they say to you, like, I don't care, really, about I don't other care, people. I don't, yeah. And I don't think coronavirus is real. Then like, that's a different thing. That's, but every, everything else is just a human being in a pandemic doing their best. And, and you know, I don't think people, I mean, I don't well, know, but the, people the problem go is, to is Dubai. That, well, this <laughs> is the thing, tricky, and this, isn't it? I think you've hit, hit you've really hit upon it, because I, I think that's what I'm talking about. I think some people... And I think it's, uh, you know, however you respond to it doesn't matter. It's just the fact is, is that some people haven't done their best and some people have yeah. gone far too far, you know, yes. with, with their best, which is that they've been very anxious and terrified. And and there's not, you know, you can't even say, oh, Everyone there's not a best. right and a wrong or there's not, because you can't even, because it's not true. So I think, but there has to be, mm. you have to take everything on a case by case, individual basis, look at your friendships and go, okay, well, this person, do I... Do I love this person? Do I love being around this person? Were their intentions, if of course, you know, like, because the way that people will justify, you know, doing things that aren't, you know, if you were to say five years ago, there's a global pandemic, how do you act? Well, obviously everyone would go, well, I'd act, I'd, I'd, I'd help protect people. Of course I would. But then it actually comes down to your individual life in the end. And it's very hard as a human being to think of others when you're faced with actual choices right now in the moment that you go oh it'll be fine so I think it's about where's your line and if you do draw your line you have you know you have to be aware that there will be really difficult issues with that and you have to also be aware that your friendships will you know have you will have had those friends a lot longer than this pandemic and there will be certain friends that did bend the law or did or did go a little bit too over the top for your liking and how do you how do you welcome them back? You know, like how do you find that middle ground? And it, we can't really tell you how to do it because it's completely different for different people, and it's also completely different in terms of how you know you feel. Um, and it's but I, I do think it's really important to wherever you feel, whatever you feel, and wherever you draw the line, that's okay because we can't tell you what's over the top, and we can't tell you what's too lax because we both differ and we have our own sort of lines you know um as everybody does so it's just but just be aware that it's going to be tricky for example I've got friends that I know specifically have done stuff that I just think is absolutely wild and we don't and I know that they feel defensive about it because I don't do those things but I'm I've made a decision that those friends are good enough friends to me you know Mm. like they're good friends to me I love them that I can I can look over those things I can go right we we, we just won't talk about that you know that <laughs> um, but if we do they know where I stand so I, I just sort of and it, it has come up and I and, I, and I've just said well you, you know where I stand in like a silly voice and they've gone yes and then we just continue but it, and it's fine because the elephant has been 
sort of gone. gone the to the that. elephant's gone, you know? Yeah, the elephant doesn't need to have a full discussion. But I think the only way out of this is total honesty, being honest with your friends and saying, this is how I feel, this is how you feel, this is where we're going, this is if we think this friendship can survive this, you know, like just being honest about how you feel and getting those feelings out that are like, I don't, you know, this is this is how I feel, and I can't lie about that. Um, yes, and and you know, and and I think honestly, and also is the being only way a, forward, being like say like be, when you're asking questions, you know, ask questions. Don't you don't you don't have to sit and talk about how you've approached the pandemic. There's lots of other stuff going on. There's people. There is other stuff going on in people's lives on top of it. So there is like saying like jobs. There is relationships. There are friendships. There are, you know someone got a dog someone wants to get a dog you know, there's so much there are there's much more to, to talk about than mm. literally just like how did you approach this pandemic oh like that's that's not <laughs> yes, the only course. conversation no. that we have to have so let's focus on those things and not shy away from the uncomfortable questions if they do come up but be aware that you know each friend is different is that friend valuable to you beyond how they coped in December you know like that's it's very that's a very specific thing like do you think that that friendship deserves an you know a a good old go or are you like nah you were selfish anyway so I'm not interested and that and that says more about your friendship rather than coronavirus so I think that's you know going into understanding what how you feel going into understanding what you want out of the conversation and and just trying to keep I think keep everything a bit lighter than you would initially maybe feel you know like mm. keep it like keep, keep keep it nice don't avoid those difficult things though and let's hopefully we can slowly try to like prod the elephants out of the conversation yeah um, and then they can all hang out together they're desperate for some for some chat with as well yeah well I hope that has been some help everybody at least take yes. away that everybody is feeling the the same and everybody is is going through it and alan de botton or it says always in conversation to focus on the feelings not the facts so if somebody mm-hmm. says um you know that they got a new, new job and they tell you where it is rather than asking like oh where where is that and how and how, how long and, does it take you to get how there? long does it take you to get there and other such shit jerry seinfeld advice <laughs> always focus on like how does that feel and how does it you know what's it like and you know all the emotional feelings that go with something rather than the fact stuff which is such an easy one to to go for and yeah and that's it and then if you and then just keep ask just keep asking the questions about it and they'll keep telling you and that's then that's conversation baby and that's conversation then they'll ask you some questions and you'll answer those oh it's give and take and a lovely game of tennis um yes please do email us or dm us on twitter if you have an idea for a future episode that you'd like to hear us tackle and um, the email just nobody panic podcast at gmail.com and the twitter handle is at nobody panic pod also say hello to us individually as people i'm at stevie m the s is still five mine is at tessa coates and uh have a nice week reach out to some people reach out to questions people. how are you today you don't have to have any news just call somebody and hear what they're up to how are you today and that's it that's all we're that's all we're asking okay have a lovely week everybody. Bye. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. We have a podcast and... Uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brands. <laughs> 